Hey, this is Heather. Hey, this is Liz. This week, we're doing week two of Keanu Week, and we're talking Speed, the movie, 1994. Buckle up and hit that music. We're back. We're back. So the second week of Keanu Weeks, we're talking about the movie Speed. Mm-hmm. 1994. It's a classic. Yeah. So it was three years after Point Break. And I'm going to say that Keanu has improved immensely in his acting ability. Yes. Though he's still not what I would call good. He's better, a lot better, and he's cute, and he's good to look at, and it's action, so you don't really have to be all that good at it as long as you look intense, which he does well. Mm -hmm. Uh, But again, some of the lines are pretty pretty stiff and stilted, but it's still a classic, right? We still watch it, and we still love it. Yeah, and in fact, I I hadn't watched it since it first came out, and I watched it on repeat like way too many times, right? Same. Um, So I didn't really watch it. Again, until this particular episode. And I remember almost every little bit and piece of the movie. <laughs> I remembered it too, but in, like, I don't think I remembered it in order. Does that make sense? Like, I was like, wait yeah. a minute, didn't the, didn't the guy get blown up? Like, wait a second, wait, what's happening? Like, yeah, so. I know. And, and when Jeff Daniels got shot, I swear that happened at the end. No, no, I remember yeah. that part up front because they they had the shoot the hostage thing going on. Yeah, but I think what happened with me is this movie came on so much, like on TV, so much, and especially things with like commercials or weekend shows where you're just kind of flipping around and you just watch a portion of it and you move on about your day, and then the next weekend it was on again, so you just watch another portion. So that's probably where my fragmented memory of things comes to pass. Yeah, and also Sandra Bullock. Adorable, not the best acting in this. So. Yeah, and and she has she's also definitely improved. So yes. we've got to give her some props that some of these earlier shows where we we got introduced to them, like we did with uh, Keanu and in, in Point Break. Well, we got introduced to him earlier. Than Bill that, and but Ted, like, yeah, yeah. But for the most part, though, that was their breakout role, and I think this would be hers. Yeah, I think so. Then she went on to the net. Which doesn't hold up well. You know what, though? I I think if you watched it again, like, this year, like, since we all got locked in our houses with the pandemic and everyone's working from home, I'm like, you know what? This whole situation seems much more plausible right now that your, like, your delivery drivers have no idea who you are because it's contactless. They just drop the shit and go. Just walk away. And you would never know. Like, you've no idea. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, that one's a little more plausible now than it probably yeah. was in 1999 yeah. or whenever that or, was. Or being able to, you know, back up the whole thing on a floppy, things like that. <laughs> right. Like you could back up anything on a floppy. It's like, here's three floppies to get my one paper for school. Yeah. We all know how giant Word documents are. Yeah. You know, it did remind me. So we, you know, we're first introduced to it. Uh, actually, let's talk about the introduction to it because I was almost like 
this is the same Keanu that we just saw in Point Break three years ago. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> not, la- not last week. Nope. <laughs> well, I guess and, it's a, I'm playing a cop role, but also kind of a cop who is a surfer? He a chews, little bit? He chews gum. Is he chew gum? Here. Like in this, or this movie. Just, I think that's how he. It's probably Nicorette. Yeah, it's like his personality. <laughs> like it's almost like he puts it into a personality for something yeah. to focus on. Here's my grounding piece. I'm yeah. chewing gum. He's a gum and, chewer. Like, and I think that they do that as kind of a the, look how confident is he is. He's chewing gum. Well, you know, it does take a lot of confidence to chew gum, especially when I mean I would choke on it if someone was blowing my fucking elevator up. Like, yeah, yeah. Yes, like he beefed up too, I think, for this role. Because at oh, first yeah. I thought, I thought, wow, that SWAT gear adds a lot of bulk. But no, he was kind of big. He was a little bulky. And I think I remembered him because it had been so many years since I had watched Point Break before we watched it last week that I thought he was a little bulkier in that movie than he actually was. But he's mm-hmm. like, like his body in speed would have been perfect in Point Break. Yeah. Especially yeah, for someone it- who was like a former athlete. And he was just, I mean, he was a little skinny, so. Yeah. For my taste, anyway. I forgot, um, I mean, I didn't forget that Jeff Daniels was in it and an excellent actor, but Jeff Daniels has been an excellent actor his whole career. Yeah, I think, he, didn't he go on to do Dumb and Dumber after this? <laughs> like, I don't know. But, I mean, that's so. That's what's so weird about it, is being, like, getting him to do Dumb and Dumber. Mm-hmm. I, I really liked him in it. I thought he was a very good partner. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Very I, funny. I, you know, again, I've seen this movie, but it's been probably 20 years since I really watched the movie. Maybe longer. I'm not sure. Uh, it was never one of my like, oh my God, I have to watch this movie over and over. I, I really wasn't. But I I swear I thought I remembered things very differently. Um, mm. I almost thought I remember Jeff Daniels coming back at the end like as a partner to the bomber. But that must have been some other movie that was similarly based. Oh, I so. hope not. And then be messed up. Um, maybe it was the next beat. I I, I yeah. only no, saw that, that movie, once. God, that movie's fucking garbage. Uh, yeah. So that was the speed cruise ship. Yes. <laughs> speed on a cruise ship with Jason Patrick because they couldn't get Keanu again. Yes. I think he's was- the low rent, uh, <laughs> low rent Keanu. At least he was smart enough to know, like, that was a dumb idea. Mm-hmm. You know, that this is not in my pay grade anymore, yeah. and please stop sending me speed things. <laughs> well, the guy who directed this also directed Twister and Speed mm-hmm. 2. So, you know, you can see about where that... I mean, I like Twister. But I like Twister. Twister was good. We should do Twister. I like it a lot. Very, very... <laughs> Actually, when I got Lucy her Thunder shirt for the first time, because she used to be super, super terrified of thunderstorms, and she would just shake uncontrollably. It was so sad, because she's such a such a tiny dog to begin with, and when they shake, they just look extra pitiful. And so I bought her a Thunder shirt, but it was like the middle of summer, and there was like no rain. So I was like, let's turn on Twisters, <laughs> see how that works. It's very loud. It worked. It worked well. <laughs> You're like, well, it worked in in Twister, so it must exactly. be. I'm like, it's close enough. So. It will handle any hurricane. Yeah. <laughs> Can we talk about the very, very, very first scene of this movie where he just fucking stabs a guy right in the ear? 
Yeah, because I mean, that was always, I remember when I watched it so young that I was like, what just happened? I really couldn't define what happened. This whole movie made me so uncomfortable. Like Mm -hmm. there are certain things that are just innate, like people sticking things into your ear. Like that's just one of those just, nah, like everything about it is horrifying. And then to see it like so, you know, it's like, I don't know if you ever watched um, Halloween 4. Michael Myers escapes from the hospital, as he always does. And he, like, in the first scene, shoves, like, a pencil through a guy's forehead or so, like, the Joker. I mean, it was just awful. I was just like, ah. <laughs> so, anyway. <laughs> but there's a lot of that, that, like, that heart-stopping, innate fear kind of thing happening in the opening of this. You get the guy stabbed in the ear, and everybody's got an ear thing. Nobody wants something to get in their ear and kill them. I don't know. And then we've got a bunch of people getting into an elevator, and everyone's worst fear in an elevator, I'm pretty sure, is one, getting stuck, which is what happened, and two, that elevator just plummeting to their death. Yeah, in that camaraderie or lack thereof with the coworkers. Yeah. And where somebody's like, good job, Bob. Right. Way to push the button again. Yeah. (laughs) And it was like, I've taken classes and they tell you that that's workplace bullying and harassment. So Mm -hmm. you can't just belittle people like that. Yeah. uh, Just just for fun. But it was the 80s. Well, it was the 90s. It happens constantly, though. I worked in HR for years. It's all the time. Yeah. Yeah. That's why they had to do the training because Mm -hmm. this shit keeps happening. (laughs) They don't do, you know, I don't have training on how to prevent tuberculosis at the office. No, because it's not a thing anymore. More. No. <laughs> Get your damn shots. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it could be a thing again. Oh, I'm sure it would. People be. are it, it, it stupid. Yeah. Don't you know? Every zombie movie makes sense now. I know. Um, so is that stupid one where Matt Damon had to uh, was exposed to a virus and had to hug his family? I'm like, you're dipshit. Okay. <laughs> right. It's like mm, bad anyway. ideas. Yeah, so the people are trapped in an elevator. There's been something happening. The bomb squad has been called, which I don't know that that's exactly the first place they'd go to on seeing an elevator drop, but sure. And the people inside the elevator are like, why is LAPD here? Shouldn't it be Bob the Repairman? Yeah. When Jeff and Keanu come up in the car to get to this office building, they are driving Dukes of Hazard style. I mean, they are... I don't even know that there's hills in L.A. like that, but they found one and they jumped it. <laughs> Is that really how we show up to a bomb defusal? I don't know. I've, I guess I've never seen that anywhere. I like, and I mean, he's SWAT, so usually they come in their own vehicles, like yeah. they're not, or they're you know like a they're van bomb. full yeah. of SWAT people and the yeah the little robot thing and whatnot. I don't even think they had the robot. Thing I can't even time. figure out what they were wearing around their necks the whole time. They had weird collar choker things around their neck was that just holding their earpieces in back in 1994 i yeah i I thought it was just like a turtleneck mixed with like their earpieces no it had it was like an actual separate metal piece that was going around their neck at first like in the at the beginning and then like ran up to their earpiece i wasn't sure what that Mm. was like like now it almost looks like how like the police wear body cams some of the police wear body cams but you know they yeah but it's like an apparatus for some purpose and i could not for the life of me figure out what the purpose of this thing around their necks was yeah i'm sure that it w- was actually a valid item that you know Probably. some uh, some consultant told them that they had but they never explained it so i never got i know to it's like i need it. you to point to it and tell me why it's there like yeah 
I understand why your cuffs are there. I understand why the vest is like that. These are things I get. I understand the flak jacket. I understand bomb squad gear. I don't understand what that is. And now I'm concerned that you're into something darker uh, after hours. And apparently like the bomb, the SWAT bomb disposal unit, like everybody has like electric um, screwdrivers in their cargo pants. Well, I think that's probably a thing if you're in the actual bomb group because you got to open panels all the time. I know, but do you make sure that it's charged up? I'm just trying to figure out, like... They got a guy. I'm sure they got a little nerd guy down in their department that keeps passing, everything on the charger. And passes it out as, as they get mm-hmm. dispatched. Yeah, they know. walk out the door and they're just handed screwdriver, screwdriver, screwdriver. Boom, and then they boom, get into boom. their personal car or, yes. you know, and then drive... Bad um, out of hell style. Has, That's right. Yeah. As you do. I, so, it sounded like, okay... First of all, Keanu's character was particularly young compared to all of the rest of the Bomb Squad people. And so I thought that maybe he wouldn't have been the first one to be chosen to kind of... He wasn't heading it up. They they responded <laughs> constantly that there was somebody else that he's reporting to. But everybody kind of just did whatever Keanu said. Well, they did. And that was that was weird, uh, for sure. Uh, the, bo- the boss guy, the chief, was the guy from uh, Terminator 2. So, you mm-hmm. know, good on you for that. <laughs> but yeah, they send him in. But the only reason he gets sent in is because he was acting like an asshole during their briefing and was like, hey, my partner here is old. He should go up and check it out. Go push the button. And they're like, well, why don't you both go up there, assholes? And I was like, well, that that's what happens. You run your mouth and now you have to do the thing. So yeah, I like the very beginning part. Um, you know, so they go up there because the people are stuck in the elevator, right? Mm-hmm. And but this was what was so weird. It was the editing of it. Because I understand that they did it to make the story go. But I was thinking, okay, so first they go up and they have the conversation about what do you do if this, uh, you know, they, what do you do if this happens? And he's, you know, the answer is shoot the hostage because mm-hmm. then it takes the hostage out of the equation. All right, fine. Then um, he said, I have an idea. Jeff Daniels was like, you're not going to shoot the hostage, are you? And he says, no. Okay, so now they run up 30 more flights of stairs. Mm-hmm. and Quickly. And I mean, a, Jeff, yeah, Bridges oh, in, is, or Jeff Daniels is old in this movie. Yeah, and, and instantaneously get on the roof. Uh-huh. And then he says, we just take them out of the equation. And I was like, yeah, that would have been a lot longer after the conversation that you said that. So... You know, it would be like when I do that to my husband. I think about something else, and then I mention it later. Mm-hmm. And he's like, what are we talking about now? Because right. we were not having this conversation. Well, and so, and- here's, here's the thing about this getting up on the roof section. He decides that the way to take these these hostages out of the equation is to attach the elevator, which I don't under I, – I did not look it up. I do not know how much an elevator full of people weighs. I really don't. But I would think that in the grand scheme of things that needed a giant fucking crane on the top of the building, that an elevator would be easy compared to that, right? Like I don't – I think Mm -hmm. that, you know, if a crane is literally on the roof of a building and it's expected to bring things from down to up, that it should have a large weight capacity. This thing folds. (laughs) Yeah, so fast and like they're all gonna die and i'm like that is the shit like somebody needs to call osha right now because that shit was not up to compliance i i i'm, I'm assuming that it was the um uh tension on one cable as opposed to hey, who cares but <laughs> i was thinking do all 
buildings have giant cranes at the top with the cable already attached Well, I guess that's them? your hope if you're running upstairs trying to find a I way know, to stop they, an elevator. What if they didn't have a crane? Mm-hmm. And then and then I like the the will it hold? It will hold. I'm like, yes, cuz you are a mechanical engineer. How like, do you know? I know I know cops. <laughs> yes, yeah. work with cops and SWAT teams like I don't think they would know the uh Exactly. The, you know, airspeed velocity of an unladen swallow. Like, these are just not things he would know. So. Yeah, well, and like, Jeff Daniels, of the two of them, <laughs> would have the most experience in knowing this. Mm-hmm. And he asked Ke- Keanu if it would hold, and Keanu's like, it will hold. Like, later right. later in this movie, I really do question his uh, expertise. So we'll, we'll get there. But anyway, so, okay, so they, they get the, the elevator stopped with this crane for a, you know, a specific amount of time because obviously we need attention. This whole opening was just uncomfortable, right? It's like, ah, okay. So they go down and they've got the elevator is stuck between two floors and they're prying the, the access panel open so that they can try to get the people out of the elevator. And they start pulling this woman out. And I swear to God, because the elevator shifts, and I swear to God, I thought she was going to get cut in half. I was oh, like, I know. oh, I can't remember. Does she? Oh, uh, I would have, I, I 100% would have been the lady at the back of the elevator, like, nope, uh uh-uh, uh, I'll just die. Like, <laughs> I would rather plummet to my death <laughs> than be cut in half in this fucking elevator shaft. Yeah, exactly. It's like, I know what happens if I just step really hard in an elevator. I can feel it move. Yeah. This thing is going to fall as soon as I get close to it. When I'm also looking at these people, I, I know. I mean, I've got toddler nieces and nephews, and I know how hard it is to deadlift a kid, you know, with mm-hmm. just your hands, yeah. like two hands, like if they're falling over something and you grab them up or whatever. That's That's a lot of weight. So I'm just saying, I would not trust these bomb squad guys who probably literally just like look at circuitry and wires all day to actually lift my ass out of an elevator that is very eminently going to plummet to my death yeah that is a good point they were kind of beefy for um yeah like 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 jeff daniels could really haul someone up Mm. so is it one thing that i i recalled is that the lady who was flipping out at the end and, and was unable to step ahead. Keanu's like, I'm going to calm down. It's okay. Take my hand. And he's like, God damn it, take my hand. Or something along those lines. I was like, she's yeah, like, all right, what... bossy. Like... I know. And she does it. It was like, yeah, no, that's like just screaming calm down at somebody. It doesn't work. <laughs> she's not going to go, oh, you are trustworthy. It's like coming in going, uh, are you feeling better? Well, no. No. It, <laughs> I am not. It, yeah, it's a. Uh, it was very unusual. Um, my probably my favorite line of the whole movie was right before this, where it was like, um, "Hey, wh- why do I do this job again?" And he says, "Oh, you know, in forty years you'll get a retire and you get a cheesy gold watch uh-huh. and a, and, a t- and a terrible pension." And he says, "Cool." <laughs> right. And it's like, well, I think that's where we all get when we're like, why am I at this shithole job one more day? And they're like, well, you know, in a few years, you'll be able to uh, die, not live at all, and you'll be working at Walmart. So good job. <laughs> it's like, yep. oh, uh, gallows humor. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so uh, and and then so they, you know, this elevator plummets and then they're like, it was too soon. We still had three minutes left. Why did he blow it so soon? And then they're like, oh, he knew. He's somehow, he's here. He's watching us. And I was like, mm, 
Y'all are figuring this out. Cool. And so they're like, well, no, all the elevators have been cleared. What about the freight? Nobody thought to check the freight elevator. I know. It's like, I can't imagine. It's still an that, elevator, motherfucker. That Detective Harry Temple was the first one to think of that. <laughs> right. <laughs> Their chief is, I mean, he is fucking yeah. worthless. I don't even know why he's there. He got nothing. So anyway, crisis averted for the moment. Then they're like, oh, freight elevator. Let's go down on top of him. I also would like to say the likelihood of Dennis Hopper, who had a fucked up mangle hand, by the way. That, that was the whole reason like he had to, you know, was forced out of retirement or whatever. Was he really in these elevator shafts planting explosive devices? Yeah. I Unlikely. Mean, yeah, because he would – well, I guess the elevator could have been at the bottom. But he'd still have to get up to the top of the elevator to put the things mm-hmm. in. Yeah. There, I mean, there were I a lot of explosives on top, on the bottom, on the sides, weird trigger points. It's like He's like, I spent two years doing this. I was like, you could have just gotten another job, dude. <laughs> yeah. Maybe maybe – those explosives had been there for quite a while at that point because he has to do it like one at a time. Right. <laughs> They're like dry rot. All the yeah. wires aren't working quite well anymore. Yeah. Anyway. That'd be so, my luck. I would like pull off some kind of big ass scam and it would just go awry because of something like completely stupid. Yeah. So at the end of the day, um, he's pissed off that Keanu and Jeff Daniels has thwarted his plan. And so he takes Jeff Daniels hostage. Uh, mm-hmm. Because Jeff Daniels did jump into the elevator. Or no, he fell he into fell the in. Yeah. Well, that's what happens when somebody blows a hole into it. You got to get your fall right happen. down. I was and thinking was, about this. I was like rules of engagement, right? Like obviously the police can't just go shooting into – blindly into an elevator car. I mean, you know, you would think they can't do those things. But the, you know, the other guy is no problem, just blasting away with a shotgun. I'm like, you know what? There's an awful lot of metal in an elevator and an elevator shaft to be – throwing bullets around it's like the yeah. laws of physics and ricochet just don't count well it was so, it was like buckshot or I mean, yeah, something something different um you know because it's buckshot I, he would have been shot the fuck up whether it well, hits him or it, not because that's well, how it works you know it was you know big hole big gauges big gauge hole in it so i don't know what it quite was so you know all our, our gun friends can tell us <laughs> it was like um, we are not the gun experts here folks yeah yeah but so he gets his plan thwarted and immediately takes Jeff Daniels hostage and backs up with a huge bomb on his chest. Not Jeff Daniels, um, you know, Dennis Hopper. Mm-hmm. His name is Howard Payne. Dude, he but, pulls him oh. up by the nose. That was that, that was so, so painful and unnecessary. I'm like, he would have just stood up. You literally have a fucking gun on him. I I still remember that. You know, like all these years later. Mm-hmm. Before, I had forgotten. Was- <laughs> now I will never. It's going to be nightmare fuel right there. I know. And you know, with the amount that uh, Jeff Daniels weighs, that had to have been painful. Oh, yeah. It had to have torn some shit. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Well, he was so, bleeding, for sure. Yeah. D- Jeff Daniels mentions, you know, shoot the hostage. And Keanu's like, that is a great idea. He's like, you know what? I am going to shoot the hostage right in the leg. He's like, you fucking shot me. He's like, you told me to. Why does he hesitate and not just go ahead and take out the guy wearing a bomb? I think at that point, it's well, not going to be excessive forced. You know, he had, the, or he had the dead man switch on. If he let, as soon as he lets go, a bomb will go off. Meh. It's a pretty important uh, <laughs> distinction. <Meh. laughs> so, luckily, so that that blast, by the way, from two rooms away, mm-hmm. threw Keanu all the way across the wall. 
But like mm-hmm. Jeff Daniels is fine. Totally He's- fine. Keanu didn't have really didn't have a scratch on him. He just got thrown across the room. But and again, you know what? And do they use wire work then? I don't know how he got thrown. Yeah, across they the room. would have had to do wire work then because they didn't have the kind of like CGI stuff that you would use now. Or they just had a stunt double that they just threw. I mean, that could be a thing too. <laughs> I think a lot of stuntmen in the eighties and nineties probably did not survive. Yeah. Yeah, there were I mean, a lot of stunt people deaths in movies back in the day. I didn't see like crazy, like weird, you know, you can, you know, now when you watch a movie that was done in the 90s, you can see the special effects. And I didn't actually see, everything seemed to be like a practical effect. So I, I think maybe they just threw some dude against the wall. Mm, who knows? They're like, everybody, heave ho. (laughs) (laughs) They had like the opposite of what happens when you fall off a building and you land on that big bag. You stand in front of it and it just punch you across the room. Yeah, that's exactly it. (laughs) At least it wasn't dummy work, though, because I've had to do it. I did a movie with um, our friends over at What Were They Thinking? We did The Sixth Day with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Which I had never actually seen this movie, and it's a movie about like human cloning and shit. And some of the effects in this movie are so terrible. I'm like, well, that dummy's head fell off before it hit the ground. Like it was, it was like <laughs> the worst. It was like he doesn't even have bones in his body. <laughs> Didn't the look flopping. remotely real. Yeah. yeah, it's just floppy. <laughs> like, dear yeah. God. When before the TV show Lost came out, there was a, a trailer came out for Lost, and then that's where they showed the polar bears on this uh, island, and people were like, "Is that a fucking polar bear?" And it was like this crazy good trailer. But then somebody slowed down the trailer and showed it was clearly a stuffed animal that was like thrown. <laughs> it was all Just, floppy. You see, like the fingers on top yeah, walking yeah. it across. <laughs> That's what we need to find. It's just random bloopers of that kind of shit. Okay, so now uh, Dennis Hopper, we assume, is dead. He's dead. He's totally dead. We saw none of it, but he's got to be dead. I know. It's like he would have had time to like drop the jacket and run further. Two seconds later, it blows up. Like, well, maybe that guy could not have run. That he was not a runner at all. Yeah. Well, I mean, it was probably all part of a secondary plan. Oh, I'm plan sure it his, was, yeah. but still, you have to make it from point A to point B, because regardless of how you've put your plan into place, bomb go boom, uh, if you're in the way, you go boom as well. So Yeah. Unless you're Keanu, then you get thrown the other direction. Yeah, you know. You know, I guess they took his word for it. He said that it could turn, it break this building in half. And it was like, well, it didn't seem to, you know, because that was the parking garage, and it really would have collapsed the building if it were that big of a bomb, but nonetheless. Yeah. I, you know, here's the thing. When things are blowing up and the guy dies, I don't think they investigate that much or they think the guy does. He even said he even says that in um, – was that him or was that a different movie I was watching? It's basically like they're not going to count body parts. Oh, he tell, yeah, he tells her that later. When this thing blows up, they're not going to count body parts. They're just going to think we both died. Yes, as we've learned mm-hmm. um, because they didn't even look – Look for an uh, no, they're a like, tooth, eh. you know, something that may have survived just to prove that there was a body in there. But right, I digress. So well, they were too busy passing out medals. Everybody gets a medal of valor. Yep, for doing the I thing. I think that this this would this would constitute a reason to get a medal of valor. So that was fine. <laughs> Shooting your partner. <laughs> yeah. I think that would get you disciplinary suspension. Well, I think that considering that, you know, 13 people got saved yeah. and uh, they got saved in spite of what the 
the commanding officer had said. Right. Um, just leave him. It'll be fine. No, no, no. Yeah. Yeah. No, we'll just give him his money. Yeah. And, um, which I didn't think we did. I don't think, I, I thought that like, if you're going to negotiate with the kidnappers, you, you are not officially working for the U.S. government. I yeah, I don't they, think so. I don't. Yeah. The U.S. I, government know, does not deal with terrorists. Yeah. So I think that like, it's these independent security firms and stuff that do shit like that. Yeah. Who knows? But, oh, well, they did it. Somebody's got to sign off on it. So. Yeah, so I guess three point five million was a very reasonable amount. Um, well, it was three million for then, but then the money went up. Um, I like that he just raised it by seven hundred thousand. It was like three point seven million. I'm like, that's super specific. Yeah. So yeah. So the very next morning after the big party, he's like, "This is how much my shitty little house in LA costs. <laughs> I need yeah. to pay it off because <laughs> the real okay. estate market is killing me." All right. Beside the point. So uh, bombers pissed off at Keanu now. And well, how did like, okay, so again, he's he was a cop and I don't remember what they said, what kind of cop he was. Oh, I think he was bomb squad. Okay, so that makes sense how he says, how does he know how to wire anything into a bus? How does he know where to hit the elevator? Like there's a lot of structural engineering that's happening uh, and mechanic work. And that shit takes time. He he rigged up two buses and not just like, oh, here's a little bit of a bomb that's just going to go off because I pushed a button or because of whatever. It's sophisticated. It's not going to go off until it reaches 50 miles an hour. And then it'll still be fine and stable unless it drops below 50. I'm like, why? why? Yeah, I think that... The way I interpreted it, and I've only watched it maybe a hundred times, is that (laughs) (laughs) I think I watched it like four. (laughs) um, Is that Dennis Hopper was Bomb Squad, and there, and he was very, very, very good at his job, and he was completely, uh, he was okay. So apparently, it was Atlanta. Atlanta was the Bomb Squad uh, officer. I just saw it on the Wikipedia page. Oh, well, good. Um, but. Because he had all of this technical ability to uh, get undo bombs, he knew very well how to create them. And he one injury, and he's asked to. Um, well, I think he mangled his hand. But then, how is he building all these other bombs if he mangled his hand? Well, I think that that was part of his proof that he could freaking uh, do it. You think I can't take care of bombs? Watch me take care of bombs. Look at that. No. I can stab somebody in the ear. Ugh, that was the worst. Still bad. Yeah, so I think that I think that he was very good at being able to dismantle a bomb. You know, basically what he's saying is like the oh, there's only just a really thin line between right. um, good guy, bad good, guy, good guy, bad guy. And I didn't, I still don't buy that, right? Because I think it requires um, you don't go from saving people to killing people just because you, you do, pissed. but it's with a psychotic break. So yes, and really getting your, I mean. It's not like his hand was so mangled that you're like couldn't that people wouldn't look at him, right? Or, um, you know, everything else about him was fine. He so. was also shooting super low. Like, if this is your chance at making a really good score at a you know happy life forever, three millions all you're going with. I mean, I guess he's pretty old, but still, yeah. Well, so I mean, he's like, this is just what I'm do, and but what I'm do is I'm going to kill all these people regardless. So. So it seemed silly. Um, the whole the motivations behind it seemed silly because, like, really, if you want to get back at the Atlantic Police Department, why go after people in L.A.? That right. type of thing. Um, but whatever. 
And then to like take it out on the one guy who happened to be there. There was a whole squad of people attempting to do that. It could have been anybody, but now you're going after this guy. But you're not even hitting him. You're just hitting a bunch of random strangers and hoping this guy gives a shit. You know, it's like, okay, well, good luck with that, guys. I mean, I'm not there, so bye. Immediately the next day, he just blows up a bus just for no fucking reason. And that's my thing. How did he get to the bus? I worked for the bus people. You can't just wander in and lay on the ground and hook up a bomb. Somebody's going to notice that shit. It's a 24-hour facility. Yeah, I mean... And why was, was that bus from 1964? Yeah. I well, mean... Because because those are the cheaper vehicles uh, <laughs> in order to be able to blow them up on set. Mm. Because that wasn't a miniature. It looked like a real legitimate bus. Right. That they oh, it up. was. It was a... Yeah, so... Yeah. So it was... Uh, that was... The, I'm, I'm sure 100% that was the reason why it was an old bus. Right. But it was still <laughs> like, hmm, this is weird. Yeah. So... After this bus blows up directly in front of Keanu, the phone rings, and uh, it's a payphone because nobody has cell phones. Oh, nostalgia. It's pre-cell pre phone. And, <laughs> um, yeah, it's Dennis Hopper like, hey, guess what, hotshot? I just blew up that bus. You notice? <laughs> He's you like, you're that? alive. Like, yes, you're good at yeah, this. <laughs> that was yeah, that was perfect Keanu in there. Uh, mm. <laughs> he, he was like, yeah, this was not the finest of uh, his acting. But no. anyway. But he like, can run real fast. Like, I just I don't understand why um, Dennis Hopper was leaving him trails. It, okay, so there's a lot of plot holes. Mm -hmm. He just, he could have just said, go get on this bus and we'll start it after you're done. Like, that was... I don't know. That It was so, like, it's on this corner. You better hurry. Here's the number. I'm not going to make you guess and find it. What kind of psychopath wouldn't make you guess and find it? Like, come on. Yeah. So, I mean, making these rules, why not say there's a bus out there? Mm -hmm. I promise you there's a bus out there. Mm -hmm. And you saw what I did to that building. And you saw what I'm capable of doing. And it's going to blow up unless you give me $3.7 million. Right. You don't have to tell them where it is. That's how you get the money. Yeah. So the the by the way, the it went up another seven hundred thousand because he had to do double work. I don't know. Like that's how much <laughs> it cost me to you know cost me another seven hundred thousand to put all this shit together. So right. He's like, do you know how much it cost me to go to every Radio Shack in this city? Because you can't buy large numbers of any kind of electrical components without raising an eyebrow. Maybe you could in nineteen ninety four, but probably. Yep. So there's a ton of plot holes here. And mm -hmm. one, the the main one is that no matter what, uh, in LA traffic, even if it were the 90s, mm -hmm. you wouldn't get to 50 miles an hour on going no. from Venice to yeah. downtown. No, no. And so, you know, I know there's less people in the 90s, but there's also less freeways. Um, Though okay. we did get a high speed uh reckless student driver in clueless on the la freeway so yeah yeah see and that was like that doesn't happen <laughs> uh i mean I, I you know i i i joke but like i can't imagine a spot in the morning where they were going downtown mm -hmm. that you could possibly get that fast because you're going to downtown la and nobody wants to live in downtown la they live outside of la <laughs> Right, and driving that's pure, pure pure rush hour right there mm -hmm. <laughs> um Okay, and I've always felt bad about this guy that got his uh, Jaguar or Ferrari or whatever yeah. uh, uh, taken by... Jacked, uh, yeah. Yeah, jacked by Jack. Is his name Jack? It yeah. is Jack, yeah. Nice. That was nice. And so, because I always <laughs> thought, 
he was very he told him that he you know to be very careful and he he's like nope he's like are you insured good we don't need this door anymore it's in my way like haven't you seen the duke's hazard come on make it happen what would he have done if he said no i'm not insured would you would have done it anyway yeah Yeah. he'd been like call lapd ha ha like but I then know, that guy totally – I don't think he would have survived running into those damn water barrels, though, because that was high speed right there. Yeah, I, I can't imagine in a In a convertible with no seatbelt on. Yes. This is the first time I ever saw, like, water barrels, like, mm-hmm. actually filled with water because the ones in Utah just had sandbags in the bottom of them. Yeah, I think the ones in Houston are probably just filled with cement. Because, I mean, <laughs> like, if they – <laughs> Yes. Let's just let everybody <laughs> die that hits it. It's um, fine. Yep. But uh, I mean, water doesn't, it seems like it would get moldy and, and oh, evaporate it would be disgusting. or eventually leak and, and then just be a lightweight thing that would just fall over in the wind. I don't know. I, I just, don't know. My, sister, my uh, niece got a punching dummy for uh, her for Christmas last year. Like one of the ones that's like actually like the top torso of a man. And a mm-hmm. you know yeah. frightening looking man at that we call him Bob, uh, yeah. but in order to punch Bob, you have to actually fill the base with water or sand to keep it stabilized. Yeah. But mm-hmm. that's never happened. Now he just stands in the garage and fucks fucking freaks me out every time I walk in there to get a drink. Like ah yeah. okay, that's just Bob. Put a hat yeah. on him. So <laughs> something oh, that's so funny. jaunty hat. We need something yeah. to show me that this is not some creeper in the garage at three o'clock in the morning when the lights are out. Jeez. So we, he finally – he gets on the bus. Impossibly so, for no reason, he gets on the bus, especially for someone who broke the window when he was running up and, like, trying to get on the bus. He's like, no, not a stop. Bye. I know that that was, like, completely like – I was huh. like, that guy's a psycho. I wouldn't have Man, stopped for him. He, he really wants to get on the bus. Like, weird. Oh, no, not happening. Uh, yeah. I guess I won't let him on. Like, that was just like – it almost seemed like, oh, shit, I got to write this up. Because like right. it almost seemed like this is shit like this is so normal in LA and you know as an outsider I always was like man weird stuff that must happen in LA because oh that shit happens in Houston so uh, okay well, there you <laughs> I go. worked for the bus company that found all sorts of funky shit that happened and I was like oh yeah. that's not some okay. guy tried to get on a bus while it was on the freeway <laughs> <laughs> I have not seen that but that doesn't mean it hadn't happened somewhere yeah so. I know I know um, but. All right, let's talk about the people on the bus. Because honestly, um, Sandra Bullock, Mm -hmm. adorbs. Mm -hmm. And I totally remember like the 90s look here. That that Bob, uh, the cut. Cute, short, pixie bob kind of thing. Exactly. And then she had, you know, her uh, sweater wrapped around her waist, right? As you do. Tights and and shorts or tights and a skirt, I think is what she was wearing. Something. I don't know. You don't see her that much from the waist down. Just because she's sitting in most of the movie. But I think you're right. I think she had a skirt on or something. Because yeah, her legs then, are torn up later. So, yeah. Yeah. And then she had really um, uh, really dark lipstick. And I did the same thing, the right? The brown. Everything yeah. is so – there is a – you know, I told you about the Holderness family that does those fun, mm-hmm. funny yeah. little videos. Well, she – the mom just did one with the 14-year-old daughter. And it was like 90s makeup versus now, because I guess Kim's probably our age. And so, you know, she's like, that. you know, the really dark brown lipstick and using the same lipstick as your eyeliner, just like (laughs) the whole thing with super white foundation. Yeah. So we all just look like weird corpses with brown lips. Super brown. Like like mahogany brown. 
Yeah, and then like the one, the white eyeliner on the inside. Yeah, oh right. my god, the worst. Yep, yep. There was a lot of weird things. Watching uh, people it, put eyeliner on the inside of their eyes, right up there with watching people get stabbed in the ear. I can't do it. It just freaks <laughs> me out. <laughs> like, ugh. anyway, anyway. So the people on the bus. Back to that. So we have Sandra Bullock, and she's cool. We have the bus driver Sam, who seems like a good dude. We have this lady who's an older lady, and she seems nice, but she seems a little freaked out as and well. I've seen her in other things, and I'm trying to think. Like, I know. She's a character yeah. actress, so you see her yeah. in all sorts of background. And she uh, looks you know. exactly the same now as yeah. she did then. Exactly. Yeah. And then we get Cameron from Ferris Bueller's Day Off is in there. Alan, what's his name? Ruck. I don't know. Ruck. Whatever Alan it is. Alan Ruck. And yeah. So, yeah. So, he's in there, but he's like the – he's the tourist, and he's the guy we all – fucking hate on the bus. First of all, if you're sitting on a bus, do not start talking to some lady who's just sitting down trying to read her book. We're not Mm -hmm. interested and you're creepy. He is so weird and creepy. He's like, I'm here on vacation. I'm a tourist. Can you imagine? I'm super touristy. And she's like, great. I'm just going to read the paper. And he's just like, oh, well, let me tell you about my day. I've already been over here. And I went and I saw this. And she's like, oh my God, there's gum on my seat. I have to move. Fucker, like get away from me! So creepy. Please don't do that. We're not interested. Yeah, and um, that was about it. Except for um, uh, Ortiz was on the uh, Ortiz on is the- on the bus, and he's like a mechanic guy. Mm-hmm. Seems like a mechanic guy. Very cool, down to earth. There's another guy on the bus, and this is what happens when Jack jumps on the bus, and he's like, "LAPD, it's all cool. Don't you? I just needed a ride. Don't worry. That was." Super dangerous and weird for no reason. And this guy has apparently committed some, some sort some of crime. crime yeah. Enough of a crime that he has a gun uh, and he's willing to use it to not be arrested. And this guy's like, I don't, and Jack's like, I don't care what you did. Like, ah, I'm sure you're sorry. <laughs> and it's no skin off my nose. Go back to your day. It's totally fine. But then he, I guess they get into a tussle. I, I think a blinked at that point. Get into a tussle, and Sam, the bus driver, gets shot. Yes. Of course. Because we can't go under 50 miles an hour, so we have to have a plop device that gets Sandra Bullock behind the wheel. Yes. and she's the only other name in the movie. (laughs) Yes. So shooting the bus driver was the way to go. That's how you do it. That's how you do it. I I know. I was a little sad about Sam. I know. Um, But uh, so – I kept thinking he was going to die. I couldn't. I couldn't remember. It's been a while. Yeah. Well, there's plenty of people that die in this movie. I mm-hmm. mean, it's really not an action movie if, if you don't. Sam is there. Mm-hmm. The guy has said, if anybody tries to get off the bus, I will blow it up. They will so- die. Everybody will die. So when and they know this, all the cops know this, and they know this guy's a psycho because he's blowing shit up right and left. And then they ha- they get the driver off the bus. So like, we're going to take the driver off the bus. And the lady's like, I'm going to sneak off. And the cop is like, come on, lady. I got you. Come on. I'm like, you literally are breaking the rules and risking the lives. You know the rules. Like, why? Mm. I know. I'm it's, above it. I'm below it. Yeah. yeah. So the poor thing got rolled over. Um, and it was sad. Yeah. You know, and every- that was probably your most... That, and- that that was the only like I think that was the only actual death of note that we knew of for sure, other yeah, than the bus driver who blew up in the first one. So two yeah. people and, and and the entire team. Um, 
<laughs> which we all know about because we've all watched the movie. We've all seen the movie. Spoilers. <laughs> So the lady, the lady who gets blown up uh, trying to get off the bus is Helen, and I wrote mm-hmm. down Helen is a stupid asshole because <laughs> she is. And then, I love this line. I love this line so much because after that happened, and you know Helen gets blown up, and she, the bus runs her over, and everybody's like, "Oh my god, that was the most horrible thing ever!" And <laughs> the chief, you know, who has done nothing up to this point, it just starts screaming. Everybody's fucking fired. I was like, you uh-huh. know what? If I were the boss, I'd probably be saying that like three times a day. Yeah. <laughs> so, they'd be like, we'll see you on Monday. I'm like, you're fucking fired. See you Monday. Yeah. It's fine. So, yeah. so, I mean, all of these plot holes, by the way, that we keep talking <gasps> oh, no. about. No, I'm sorry. The fucking fired was not, was not because of Helen getting blown up because apparently who cares about some random lady on the bus? They, everybody's fucking fired. It's because, uh, Chief, you know that empty highway we just put them onto? Um, oh, yeah. Turns out it's not finished. And there's so, a 50-foot gap in the freeway bridge. Okay, so let's talk about the freeway. Because this is, in fact, that's what I wanted to talk about with the plot holes. Mm-hmm. Plot holes have been consistent. So, like, if you get rid of the plot holes... Um, this this movie holds up, right? Yeah, but yeah. It, it whatever potholes it had then, it still has now, and you just kind of get over it because mm-hmm. I mean, otherwise, what are you going to do with a bus that has to go fifty miles an hour? I know, I it's mean, like that's the plot. Movie, yeah, uh, yeah. So, but I promise you that, like, when they're making in Texas, for example, the Grand Parkway, mm-hmm. um, they when they make a chunk of it, they don't keep it closed until the whole thing completes a circle. Yeah. You know, it, people can go on to it, and they just have or to get if off it, before. If it the end. is closed, there's no ramp to, in fact, get on it. Like we <laughs> yeah. can't. We're not just going to leave an open ramp with like a cone. Not this yeah. way. No, no. <laughs> if we're gonna fall to your death, there's a, like a barrier, like there's a concrete barrier happening, not letting this happen. But no, yeah. no. And all I could think of with this fifty foot gap in the bridge is like how I don't know. A, a decade or so back, something kept happening to the Ship Channel Bridge here in Houston mm-hmm. on 610, and like giant chunks of it would just oh, fall yeah, off. Mm-hmm. And it was like, oh, just don't ride in that lane. They put like three cones around this giant fucking hole on this 50 foot bridge. You're <laughs> like, uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Smart. But- yeah, I mean, though, the ability to ride on a closed freeway would uh-huh. be limited to one to two exits at most. Yeah, yeah, totally. Because everything else would be open because they they wouldn't go, we have to wait the 15 years for this project to complete before <laughs> anybody can get on. Nobody gets to drive it for six years. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's like, that's not how they work. <laughs> you open up chunks of it as they're available or, yeah. um, you know, what's But the for point? whatever plot device, now that we have an open freeway and could just be in, home free all the way to Canada or something. I in don't know. LA, yeah. Uh, they just end up in San Francisco. I don't know California geography. It's fine. But yeah, but now we need we need a new plot hole. We need a, a literal fucking plot hole. But there is a hole in the bridge and it is at least 50 foot wide. My dad and I were watching this last night. And of course, okay, we got to go around this corner. We got to speed up, speed up, go, 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 go. And we did at the last second, right before it jumps the thing. He goes, why did it lift up? I'm like, because reasons. Like, 
<laughs> There's no, well, they literally said, no reason why they said it there hops. might be an incline. Well, and, no, they did the they, incline, they, but then it was like an extra hop from like, it's like, mm. uh, yeah. I it's, it's, it's all of the things the near misses mm-hmm. would have been complete misses. Um, oh yeah, you, you would know. have fallen to your fucking death and then blown up. There's <laughs> like there's a, a bus doesn't have like aerodynamics. No, and not that bus be, especially. That bus it was from 1942. Like I know it's like that whole thing is about momentum and buses <laughs> don't do you remember like, the no boxes how fast you go do you remember the boxes they used to sell uh like animal crackers in when we were little mm-hmm. kids the yeah. the like cardboard yeah. it looked like that it was like a big rectangle yeah. this is like the least aerodynamic shape ever and it's also huge and full of people and weighs a ton yeah sure it's fine yeah <laughs> totally make it yeah i mean okay so they they did make it, which was super surprising, and everybody was happy. And then he goes, oh, there's an LAX uh, exit. I know. Take the airport. We'll Take just drive exit. in a circle forever. Yeah. And so, like, okay, so this not open freeway is directly Straight attached to the to airport. The, to, yeah. to the airport. There's no traffic in between. The, like, it's just the for- airport was closed, too. I mean, there yeah. were things happening, but the airport was clearly closed. I mean... <laughs> Well, that was another thing that kind of bothered me is because LAX, it actually wasn't closed. Right. They were just doing shit while mm-hmm. a bus with a bomb on it that mm-hmm. everybody knows about it is circling yep. on the um thing. And they're like, yeah, but it's, it's not affecting takeoff and landing. We're fine. Just keep circling back there. You have a giant bomb. No big deal. We got cargo to t- ship. It's all good. It's not like there are a ton of vehicles here with highly flammable combustion systems. That can't possibly All the time. explode. Like, if you can't smoke on an airplane, you want me to drive a bus with a fucking bomb next to one? Probably yeah. not smart. I mean, it was just, I thought, yeah, I mean, maybe we should close down that terminal, uh, LAX. Yeah. You know? They're like, well, I think they did close down the one they were driving in. But well, what, ha- what had yeah. happened was when they were driving, <laughs> when they finally figured out that the guy wasn't just watching them through the helicopter cameras, like the news feed – he actually had a camera on the bus. So they they have this that I guess it's UHF. So you can beam it in, beam it out. They picked up the channel that that was recording on and recorded a loop. But of course, it's 1994 and everything's on videotape and it's slow as fucking Christmas. So yeah, we only have one minute to loop. So they just do that. And at this point, because Keanu has gotten off the bus. He's been allowed to get off the bus for Which some is reason. Stupid. Yeah, I don't know. Why I don't they remember why. And then he has to be the guy that like goes underneath the bus. I know. To, Wouldn't there be a guy who was like better trained for that? I mean, yeah. Hmm. I was like, you know what? I couldn't. And my dad's like, that seems awful dangerous to be. He's on that mechanics cart on a wire mm-hmm. in front of a bus going fifty miles an hour. I'm like, you can't roll one of those things down the driveway straight. You're gonna tell me at fifty miles an hour on a wire it's not gonna I mean. and the bus has to keep turning you uh-huh. know it's it, you only have so much straightaways right. it wasn't yeah. like 30 minutes of straightaway before you turned it yeah. would have been you know seconds but so whatever. he gets under the bus and he's trying to dismantle the bomb because they figured out who the bomber is based on the cheesy gold watch they you know they just oh let's look for cops and then they finally put to i don't know whatever they backstory they find the thing jeff daniels was put on bed rest i guess after his getting shot and shit so he's on desk duty now so he finds the guy oh here it is 
And they, while they're doing all of this driving, he, they're gonna, we're gonna go to his house. We're gonna do it. Whole bomb squad. They're all in tactical gear. Not one person thought to think that maybe the guy who's been blowing shit up might have booby trapped his house. Well, and this is the thing, is if you they didn't think that that was the case, why did they send the bomb squad? I know, it's like... Because mm. the bomb squad doesn't investigate crimes. And, 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 who is the one who sets off the bomb, but the most experienced guy they have? Yes, it was why? still very, very sad. Because he's Keanu's partner, and it'll hurt more. The end. I'm like, ugh. Yep. Well, so Keanu, like... uh instant seniority he's like the third i know now you're here i mean you were at the bottom last week and there's 432 guys in between the two of you but now you go now you're in charge so you can't go to speed to cruise control because you got to be working we only have one bomb guy now we got it we only have the squad guy (laughs) one squad guy so yes it was it was sad though because we lost jeff daniels and you saw how upset that made keanu yeah well so they've they figured it out they've looped the the closed circuit tv so that he's just watching them ride around on a bus which sounds like the worst reality show ever well he was clearly watching the football game because he was yeah he's not paying (laughs) he was like in the bathroom during that critical moment it's like oh well darn and so they get all the people off the bus except for Keanu and Sandra. Now they have n- names. They have character names. We're not using them. They have to figure out a way to get off the bus because it's it's going to go boom real quick. And so they start tying the, you know, they jam the accelerator down, they tie the wheel and it's going to go straight, but of course it's only going to last a second and a half and they take a surfboard out the bottom of the, I don't know. The bus yeah. then proceeds on its own to drive expertly straight through an airplane hangar. Past cars, past an airplane or two. It was like somebody was driving it. Yeah, yeah, it was like that happened. Yeah, it was exactly like that. Uh, but, you know, it's just a rope that's doing the, the work here. So <laughs> uh, but that's when it drives directly into this brand new, giant, shiny cargo plane. And yeah. boom. Yes, it was beautiful. Because, you know, when they spend a lot of money on an explosion, they show the explosion, then they show it from another angle. Yeah, well, you have to get the money out of that explosion. You have 12 cameras on it. So we've got to find a way to explode two buses Mm -hmm. and a a cargo plane. So there we go. It was, uh, and you know, they were nice explosions. I liked them. They clearly were, they were as real as I could possibly imagine them to be. So Yeah. yeah, I don't think they were fake, do you? The bombs? The explosions? Oh, absolutely not. They They blew the shit up out of some stuff. Yeah, they didn't seem to be uh, (laughs) not valid. So the budget for speed I'm looking up here Uh says that it was $30 million. There's no way. Well, I mean, I'm telling you, 90% of that was bomb money. Yeah. But it it grossed $350 million. Hmm. Because we didn't have enough bombs blowing up that year. Yes. That, you know what? That was fun, though. I remember. I saw it. And I, I kept watching it. Was it was like, but... it was the Hobbs and Shaw of its day, except yeah. with way fewer Hobbs and Shaw. Let's take a quick break. And when we come back, we are going to talk about speed some more. Hey, everybody. Join us for our next Podcart Fest, a celebration of podcasting and art. 
With so many incredible artists of all kinds being affected by the pandemic and shutting down of festivals in general, uh, we wanted to bring them together to one incredible virtual festival and give you the opportunity to interact with them directly in their virtual booth, uh, witness them demonstrate their marvelous skills on our live stream, show off some of their new products in their shops, and just have a great fun time in general at Podcart Fest. For the latest information, please follow us at Podcart Fest on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Podcart Fest. That's P-O-D-C-A-R-T-F-E-S-T. Where you can stay up to date on which podcasters, crafters, actors, painters, directors, creators, and more will be featured. Oh, did I mention it's free? Because Podcart Fest is free. So you can pass that admission fee right along to an artist who needs your help in these desperate times and have a bunch of fun with some amazing personalities while getting some unique gifts and art for yourself or a loved one. Uh, see you soon at Podcart Fest, hosted by Everything I Learned from Movies. The following is brought to you courtesy of the No Phony Podcast Network, home of independent awesomeness. of this fantastic show. My name is Melissa, and I am the host of the Brook Reading Podcast. Each week, I read and review a book from all across the genres and provide you with summaries, author information, movie adaptations, and relevance in history and society. I also meet and interview new authors and review their works as well. Many times, though, I go off on tangents, make up a brand new segment, or rant about something that's currently pissing me off. <laughs> You can listen to Brook Reading on all of the podcatchers, and don't forget to visit www.brookreadingpodcast.com for expanded information, as well as all of the social medias. The Brook Reading Podcast is a proud member of the No Phony Podcast Network. So at this point, the bus is no longer exploded. Yep. So I really thought this was kind of the end. Yeah, I did too. I was like, and we're done. Everybody goes home. It's fine. Yeah. No. But, so, and... Okay, so right when he saves, they—I guess he saves her. Technically, mm-hmm. they both get on the little the sled and get out underneath the bus. And she says, "Hey, you know, we can't get into a relationship because relationships based on extreme circumstances never last." Mm-hmm. And I thought, you know, at that point though, was there any kind of romance? I think it was exactly what she said. Right? It's the sexual tension of. Oh my god, we almost fucking died and now we need a bone. Like that was that was I, it, so. I guess. I mean, but I was just like I mean, that's not where my mind goes to. <laughs> like, yeah, I just I was I wasn't I mean, yeah, they're 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 cute together and maybe, you know, he could ask her out, but I wasn't thinking but that But there like, hadn't been any sideline. Like there was no sparks or chemistry other than banter a little bit on the bus or or you know again, supporting each other in whatever they're doing while trying not to die. So yeah, you know, like honestly, he could have played it gay the whole time, and I wouldn't even have noticed. You yeah, know? no idea. It's just, I mean, he's he was a cop first, and that's really what we should be looking for, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, I thought that was weird. Yeah, so, it was weird. The end of the movie is not the end of the movie. It though. is not the end of the movie. There's a whole other movie that's attached afterwards. We're back after the inevitable blowing up of the sled. Or the bus. the bus. And now we're going to trap the person that uh, set set the plan. But, you know, Keanu 
did his job. He probably could use the rest of the afternoon off. He why just lost why his is he partner. still there? That's the thing. Like, he's not a takedown officer. He is bomb squad. He is SWAT. He is, I mean, well, SWAT would be there, but he's not. His bomb squad is different. He is specific. He is a specified guy. They would have other hitters they would bring in that are that are better at investigating. Now, he seems to be the sharpest tool in LAPD shed here. I don't know why. Yeah. I because know. no one else is like, I bet there's a hole under that. Like, <laughs> like oh no something's happening it's it's been too long like that you know the guy's watching the place i've seen every yeah. movie and known to man and the guy's always watching the place and and why is sandra bullock still there i don't know like, well, you- he's like stay in the ambulance why wouldn't you just let them take her on to the hospital we had to stop and get donuts on the way home like why you don't. Are you are not ambulance. needed here anymore yeah. sir it is not your mission let the chief do his job yeah, and you know what's funny is that I mean he was going to blow up the bus, of course, because he's- regardless he was going to blow up the bus because you don't come back from being taking a hostage situation with fifteen people on a bus and th- blowing yeah. shit up on city well, streets. Like, as soon as he saw one of the snipers and there was fifty of them, mm-hmm. he's like, "Well, going to blow up the bus," and now he, and now he's pissed off. He's, he's like pushing the button. He's like, "But but it no go boom." Yeah, he's like, "Wait a second. He had a little tantrum. He had a man tantrum for sure. Yeah, he, yeah, he did." I'm just trying to think of the mentality here that he had this secondary plant. Mm-hmm. But he was definitely going to blow up the bus. And the bomb squad totally fucked the whole thing because they would have gotten that bus exploded mm-hmm. because of the SWAT. Yep. Like, you couldn't have hidden. I was a like, you better. are literally next door, sir. You wouldn't have thought that guy was watching that from a building somewhere. Again, we've all seen all the movies. Yeah, and and then they turned a tracker on the thing, and the tracker was actually moving. It was like, if the guy knew about all of the snipers, what well, did he know about the tracker? He he should have known about the die pack in his money, because he was a cop. Oh, yeah. Like, what a dumbass. I know, like... That was amazing. That, that was so good. I love that. Yes. Of the things that he missed... <laughs> right. They were the most obvious. Mm-hmm. And of the things that he, like, thought ahead of... No one else We're, would have thought of. Yeah. yeah, exactly. They, you know, freight elevator. Here's, here's my secondary bomb. Haha, <laughs> this one's a joke. This one's the real one, and it's a motherfucker. But yeah, yeah. So, so at this point, he has figured out that everyone is watching. So he puts on, he's got his cop uniform on, fully pressed, because he's living in a dream world. Well, and he, he did not gain an ounce since he retired. No, so no, fuck clearly. you very much. Right. I was like, you top. were that. Pudgy on the shore. Sure you were. And so he goes and he basically abducts Sandra right off the street because she gets out of the ambulance and wanders around like Jack said I could come in. No, he didn't. So she gets abducted. And he, you know, Jack finally figures it out that he's got the money. Oh, God damn it. There's a hole under. Like, when did that guy have time to cut a hole in the subway? In the subway, in the ceiling. Did he have an industrial chop saw? Like, I'd like to know and, the and engineering and mechanics yeah. that went behind. This guy could be making so much money doing doing stuff because this stuff he is ridiculous. A bank easy, you easy. know. That would have been so much faster. He could have just worn a dead president's mask. It's fine. <laughs> and then tie and in, then tie in. It's a yeah. sequel. We're uh, gonna find the tie-ins in all these movies. That's the link yep. right there. That's he could have put on a president's mask and robbed a bank and got on a surfboard and paddled away. It would have been. I fine. know. There was an entire team of surfers that were able to get serious amounts of money in a much shorter time and for many, many years. And only and they, one of them was bright. So, yeah. 
Exactly. The rest of them were just dumb at stumps, it seemed. Yeah, so maybe you're thinking too hard, Mr. Hopper. <laughs> saying. So he figures out, and he's now down in the subway, and he's like, freeze, I got you. He can't tell from a distance of 15 feet that this is not, in fact, a weird old man, but it is, in fact, the lady with the skirt that he just kissed 10 yes. minutes earlier. She has a bomb strapped to her. A lot of bomb strapped mm-hmm. to her. And so, of course, he he's like, why, why didn't you stay in the ambulance? You know, <laughs> he's, he has a, like a literal pout tantrum. He's like, no. Like, she already feels bad enough. Like, just, it's like, son of a bitch. One more thing. I'm like, this is why you go home at the end of your shift. You don't stay for more. <laughs> go away. They don't need you. You think they need you. You're not the top performer. Go home. Anyway, so he steals her and they get on a subway car and like – you know what we haven't done today is we haven't gone fast enough and we haven't randomly run things into shit enough. So his plan, he kills the conductor, driver, I don't know what they call the guy who drives the subway. I really don't. I, I think it's conductor. Yeah, that's what not- it is on the light rail. So at least here in Houston, that's what we call him, the light rail. Anyway, so his he shoots that guy because, I mean, that guy wouldn't have been helpful at all. But he also manages to blow up all of the controls. As you do, except for the accelerator. The speed. Mm-hmm. The speed. <laughs> yeah. We must keep to a theme. So then he handcuffs her like a dick to to the pole in the middle of the subway car. And he turns to her and goes, it's not because you're a woman. And I'm like, you piece of shit. Like, you are a like, condescending motherfucker. He's like, he's one of those not all men. And I'm like, fuck mm-hmm. off. Yeah, I know. It's like the fact that you decided to bring it up actually means that it was a factor. Of you course know? it's a factor. You didn't grab the skinny first-year cop that was standing on the corner. No, no. Yeah. Nay, nay. Yeah. So uh, so at this point, he's planning on doing this, and he has this exposition as a bad guy has to do. They have to monologue. Mm-hmm. But then, because he's got the ears of a fucking hawk or whatever, he hears Jack up on top. Of a subway car. Have you ever been inside a subway car? It's loud. And then he throws an actual tantrum. One, he gets, he opens the box and that's, boom, the die pack goes off. The money, he's like, my money. And it was like. <laughs> that's another connection to. Yeah. Die pack. Uh, point break. Connection. Link up, link up. So Dennis, Dennis Hopper here throws a big man baby tantrum. And somehow, even though he's 150 years old manages to climb up on top of a moving subway train, crawl across the subway train, and sneak up on on young, spry, whippersnapper uh, Keanu Reeves. Yes. And almost take his ass out. Uh, There was all kinds of foreshadowing here. Mm Mm-hmm. As Keanu had to keep rolling out of the way of the lights, uh, right, that were dead set in the middle of the uh, the thing. And honestly, I think there was way too much room yeah. between the top of the train and the ceiling regardless. Those so, would have had to be some, like, special- industrial grade lights. Like I don't know. Yeah. So this is this was a great kill. Mm-hmm. Oh, he says, he says, the reason I'm going to win is because I'm smarter than you. And then, of course, Keanu lifts him up. And he gets his head taken off, literally taken off by one of the lights. He's like, but I'm taller. (laughs) Wow. And you knew it was coming. You knew it was coming. It was like an Arnold Schwarzenegger death pun. You knew it was coming. Yes, it was awesome. And it was just as bad as we thought. Yes. 
So he hops back into the train. And this is where it just gets even more ridiculous. Mm -hmm. Is that he's like, gets a message through the remote. Hey, the train tracks. By the way, (laughs) there's another (laughs) hole coming up. So, you know, uh, you should probably slow down or stop. That'd be good. Yeah. Okay, so the train's not fixed, or the tracks aren't fixed, and it worked last time, so I'm just going to jump the track. Go faster. We'll jump the track. Because trains jump tracks all the time. Get me out of these handcuffs. And he's just looking at her so sad. She's like, no, seriously, get me the fuck out of these handcuffs. He's like, I don't have a key. Why is this the time you don't have your uh, handy dandy screwdriver? I know. Because he jammed it in the truck. <laughs> jammed oh, yeah. it in the bus. It's, it's, it's in the cast. And his Leatherman tool, he, he shoved in the elevator bay earlier in the movie. So I guess you he didn't get that back. You don't think he'd get back? <laughs> <laughs> he didn't go get that. He's like, hey, fuck it. Anyway. So again, we, we are expecting just a spectacular crash and burn because that was the point that is what dennis hopper intended it needs to blow up like all the things uh which he you you would think that if this was his sort of plan all along that he would have had a bomb strapped to that because apparently he could get in and bomb anything anytime anywhere but so this is what we think but that's not what happens because the end of the line where the roads are it's still it's like a big open cavernous space and yeah there's no tracks but it's still just kind of like glides along and up a ramp because gravity straight I, I no up idea the ramp, why there's a ramp. Yeah. out the out some sort of i i did love that it was like 203 days since our last accident safety first and then a train comes out of it <laughs> hits the ground slows to a stop right before it hits like a starline tours van or some shit mm-hmm. and they're like we're still alive i'm like we well, shouldn't be because this is terrible. They're laying there kissing in their wreckage among all the glass, as you would. Yeah. So, yeah, at the end, just just hordes of people just start wandering out like, hey, look at this bus all on its side and or, you know, subway car on as its you side would. outside of the subway. That's unusual. Like, <laughs> like, we really got our money ground. out of this tour, y'all. Yeah. I, it was funny, though, like how many people just like came out of the woodwork. I'm oh, like, yeah. I wouldn't be convinced. I mean, since subway cars shouldn't have gas tanks, uh, they probably won't explode. But I would wouldn't be convinced that I this is the time where I could go and touch things and people, I wouldn't be going and know. walking and touching the thing because you mm. don't know. Again, yeah. this guy's been setting off bombs all over town. You wouldn't know. And the people of LA, I mean, I guess we didn't have the 24 hour news cycles as much as we do now. And we didn't have people connected or whatever. But again, this this seems like the time frame when you would absolutely walk past like a Woolworths window and there would have been some sort of display of televisions with the news on for no reason. Yeah, or at least Radio Shack. Yeah. Something. Yeah. So anyway, that was speed. Was I, I, you know, I liked it. I still like the show. Um, it's stupid. I mean, as uh, as a good action movie generally mm-hmm. is. Well, um, it's funny because the ending musing from this, I, I didn't really pay attention to any of the the score throughout this thing. I re- it just didn't really come up in my head. But at the end, like this last song that popped up, it's like, who is that composer? I wonder if it's somebody that I know. So apparently the guy who did the, the music on this was Mark Mancina. And he also did Twister, which is not surprising. But he also did Bad Boys. It's all right. And Con Air. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Moana. Like, okay. You and Lin-Manuel. Cool. 
Yeah. There was uh, the song Speed by Billy Idol was also in it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then Kiss had a song called Mr. Speed. So they were like, at this point. They're and like, then, we only have three songs with the name Speed in them. So yeah. here we go. Well, they also had um, Crash. Um, it was a song in it. Rescue Me, another song. Uh, that was Pat Benatar, I think. Hard Road with by Rod Stewart. I was like, and they, they're Cop. a little pointed on all this, I think. I know. They were like, it's like, like they on just the Googled bad things that go wrong on the highway, right? <laughs> exactly. I mean, it was just it was highway so funny. disasters. They were just, just a little on the nose, just like you're saying. Mm-hmm. Yep. But anyways, that was speed. Uh, I think we did definitely see an improvement in acting ability from Point Break. And you know what? And I kind of liked his haircut. Yeah, I was fine with it. He he looked he looked really good in this movie. So anyway, that's week two of uh, Keanu Weeks. Do you want to tell everybody what we're watching next week? All right. So everybody, we're keeping the short hair theme. And we're going to go to the Matrix. So this is kind of a really big jump. Well, that's, that's yeah. I think we're going to make the jump from this This is a movie we were used to seeing to this is something we've never seen. And exactly. That's cool. So yeah. I'm excited to get into it. Paul and I rewatched it a while back, but I'm very excited to get into it again. So yeah. So, cool. So, uh, do you have an internet quote for us this week? I do. It's um, from at Rishi Puff. I don't know what that means. Mm. But um, in saying that spiders don't immediately die when you hit them with something like the size of a shampoo bottle. Like, if you whacked me with a Ford Explorer, (laughs) I'd obviously be dead instantly. Am I just a pussy? (laughs) You are a pussy, sir. (laughs) Yes, you are a pussy. You can't be hit by a Ford Explorer and not be dead. It's like, listen, I step on a lot of spiders and they still run away. I'm like, this is not, no, I don't step on a lot of spiders. Don't come at me, spider people. Yeah, we know what Keanu is the spider of humanity um, (laughs) in the movie Speed. It's true. It is true. And I'm like, you know what? Maybe if you'd stayed off that bus, those people would have been okay. Oh, well. Anyway, uh, I have a recommendation for people, which is uh, not anything that we're talking about here. But I found something this week and I thought it would share. Now, I am not a paid sponsor for this, but if these people would like to sponsor us, I'm all in. Uh, Okay, I am a Dr. Pepper junkie. You know that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, me too. Everyone knows that. Everybody in Texas loves our Dr. Pepper. We're big fans. I like Mr. Pibb as well, but it's not even a Mr. Pibb anymore, but I'm old, so I still call it Mr. Pibb. Anyway, but Dr. Pepper is my pib. It's just pib. Yeah. There's like pib extra. And I'm like, oh, you are extra, but it is Mm. delicious. I don't care. But anyway, so love Dr. Pepper, but I shouldn't be drinking the sugar, right? It's it's not good for me specifically. Not good for me. But anyway- so I hate Diet Dr. Pepper. I think it's disgusting. I won't touch it. Not a fan. Never been a fan. They came out with Dr. Pepper 10 a few years ago. Also disgusting. Not interested. Tastes like cancer. Cerebral. But there has been, I guess, and honestly, it's just like since the pandemic, like in the last year, I've seen these zero sugar. Like Coke used mm-hmm. to have a Coke zero. but they now still do. It's, I drink it all the time. But now it's Coke zero sugar. Like they've changed oh, the zero. No, I know, but they've, they've, Coke they've changed zero the sugar. It still tastes yeah. the same. But they've changed these cans. And now a lot of other brands have gone from just having their diet to having this zero sugar brand. Well, Dr. Pepper has followed suit. And they have a Dr. Pepper zero sugar that actually tastes like Dr. Pepper if you took like a day or two break from drinking Dr. Pepper and then started up again. Because you know when you drink soda too often and then you drink something else, you're like, ew, gross. But if you wait and you like only drink water for two days and then you're like, oh, this is really sweet. And then you just get used to it again. It's like that. 
except yeah. not super sweet. It's good. It's really good. And it's keeping yeah. like I'm not going, oh my God, I gotta have my fix, gotta have my sugar. So I yeah, I switched to Coke Zero some years ago. Like it's about so a much year better than Diet it. Coke. Diet Coke is gross. Well, I mean, there's certain people that can taste that. Um, the, I taste it. The saccharin, and and some people that can't. Like I don't taste it, but the oh, people that I can't. do. And it's it, and that's the thing. Like the same thing with all of the the only diet drinks I've ever been able to tolerate is like the diet cherry Seven Up and like a diet root beer or diet cream soda. Mm-hmm. They don't seem to have that same thing, and that that like Diet Coke and Diet Dr Pepper do that are just. Bleh terrible yeah it's um yeah they but uh when you taste it it the taste stays with you mm-hmm. and that that doesn't happen for a lot of people and yeah so it that's does why for me some people so. can have diet um very sensitive to it and it's i i'm just not a fan but yeah, this one but is really good so y'all give it a try and dr pepper if you're listening and you would love to sponsor us that's great and quite honestly if anyone would like to sponsor us that would be fantastic just Dr. Email Pepper us. is not going to sponsor the Nerdy Bitches podcast. But somebody else might. You don't know. Somebody else will come out. They're like, well, we're Dr. Thunder, and we don't care if you have bitches in your name. Come on. I don't care. Guy Dr. Thunder is owned by um, uh, Walmart. Oh, well, we don't want that. They, they will care. <laughs> we don't want that. But anyway, if anyone would like to sponsor us, you're welcome to contact us at contact us at nerdybitches.com. We'll talk. We could use some burrito money. So Yeah. We need some. We need, I was. Yeah. I went on like a rant for like two hours with my sister about the twenty dollar burritos in yeah. in California. I'm like, don't get me wrong, they taste good, but they're twenty dollars. I know. <laughs> it's like that. You know what? It's a tortilla and some stuff. Like I don't know where the twenty comes from, but uh, oh, I also had. I did you see the cute little door hangers that I made for our mm-hmm. book club this week? Yes. They're so stinking cute. So if you guys go look on our Instagram page, uh, Twitter, I think it has it as well. You can see I made these little these little cards that you can hang on the door. I found these at a like an author event a couple of years ago, and I thought they were super cute. So I made some for our book club members. And one side says, fuck off, I'm reading. And the other side says, go away, I'm reading if you want to be more family friendly, but still want to support nerdy bitches. So if you're interested in that, come join our book club on Facebook and uh, – where it's the Nerdy Bitches Podcast Reading Challenge page. So come find us. And if you want one, let me know and I'll send you one because they're lots of fun. Yep. They're super cute. And it's always fun to passive aggressively tell your family to fuck off when you don't want to deal with them anymore. Exactly. All right. Well, I think that's all we have for today. So we will see you guys next week for The Matrix. All right. Bye. Music provided by www.bensound.com, and please email feedback to contact us at nerdybitches.com. Everybody, heave ho!